Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. She was able to endure that pain and it was some tremendous pain. She was able to endure the pain knowing that shortly she'd be holding her baby boy. Shortly she'd be holding our daughter. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another Thursday night here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I am so excited that you decided to join us once again. We're going to have a great time tonight. Well, as you know, we have been in a series entitled Overcoming Our Fears. And this is yet another part. And I am so grateful that you are here. Jesus is pouring out mightily and his Holy Spirit is working mightily among us. And I pray that you are being delivered week after week. You're being delivered from fear and you're being encouraged and uplifted in the things of God. Hallelujah. Jesus is soon to come. Well, before we get started, let's go ahead and have ourselves a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you uh, for this moment that you've given us to gather around your word. Father, I pray that you would speak to us by your spirit tonight, that you would lead us into all truth, that you would show us things to come. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. There's no doubt about that. You're the teacher. And we pray that you would lead us, lead us, lead us in Bible study tonight that we may grow thereby. Lord, I pray for the anointing that makes preaching and teaching easy. Lord, I pray for the anointing to be released that breaks the yokes and calls this deliverance to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. All right. <clears throat> you know, this series starts with an affirmation. So for those of you that are listening uh, by way of podcast, you can just repeat uh, as we go on. And those of you that are, that are uh, watching by way of YouTube, uh, Roku, Fire Stick, however, website, however you're, Vimeo, however you're listening right now or watching, uh, just go ahead and go on with us. Okay. All right. Let's do this. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome, be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Well, as you know, we're going to be, uh, we're just doing about 20 minutes or so at a time here in the series, just trying to keep it bite size. So let's get into it. Now, last week we were talking about uh, overcoming and what it meant to overcome, what it means to overcome. And we said that overcoming does not mean uh, that the thing to be feared is no longer present, but it does mean that its effect on you has diminished, that its bait, its, it no longer connects with us. It no longer connects with us. You've known people, um, I've known people to be afraid, let's say afraid of uh, spiders. One person is afraid of spiders, and the next, next person sees the same spider and, and picks it up and says, oh, what a pretty spider, what a pretty tarantula, oh, nice. 
and they put it down. Or someone says, I'm afraid of snakes. Next person, oh, he's so pretty, and puts it back down. What's happening? Maybe the difference between the two of those is something that has happened to them in the past. Maybe the one that was afraid of the snake, something has happened. Or maybe they saw something or heard something, but it is definitely something that they believed. And uh, the one that is not afraid of the snake or the spider, they don't have the same reaction of fear because of something that they have believed, right? So fear is definitely something that is believed. It is believed and it is ingrained into us. Something, some way we, we look at this and it translates when we see this post or we see the news or we hear about the bad thing happening, we hear about the pan- pandemic and we, and we hear about how many people died. But one thing the news don't, they don't really publicize is how many people survived. You know, there's far more that lived than far more that died. And we, we grieve for those that have passed, passed away. Please understand what I'm saying to you. But you're only, you're only going to see bad stuff. But one person can hear it and be okay. The next person can hear it and fear would fill our hearts and cause us to be paralyzed. So again, overcoming does not mean that the thing feared has gone away. But it does mean that whatever connects you to that moment has been severed. God will sever it that you no longer react to it the same way you reacted before. Got me? Because you're different now. You're no longer that scared little boy, that scared little girl, but God has changed you. You're now one with Christ Jesus. You are a born again believer. So I just want to take the time and just to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Glory to the Lamb of God. Amen. All right. All right. Well, let's get straight into the scripture. Last time we stopped, I believe, on... um, uh, let's say, was it Matthew? Yeah, Matthew, the sixth chapter, verse 13. Uh, we read the scripture that says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and power and the glory forever. Amen. So again, in this case, God is not saying that he's going to remove the danger, but he's saying, uh, Father, don't let me be tempted. Don't let this thing connect with me. When I see this, when I see him, when I see her, when the event happens, don't let that connect with me and cause me to stumble, cause me to fall. Okay. So let's deal with the, uh, let's deal with the, with temptation tonight, temptation with the temptation or the temptation or the tendency to sin or the desire of it to fall into it. Because you know that when fear strikes, you can fear it, you know, rather you can feel it come on before it, before it goes full blown. You can feel a panic attack come on before it goes full blown. If you've dealt with it for a while, you know when it's coming. You know when it's coming. And what we want to do is, is to derail that thing so that it doesn't take on, so it doesn't uh, capture you and ensnare you. All right. So that's what we're dealing with tonight. And so as we talk about temptation, we're talking about the desire or the tendency to fall in that direction, the tendency to fall in that direction, the tendency to fall either into sin, fall into fear, simply to fall, the tendency to fall away from what is true. Got me? All right. So let's look at this. 
so in essence, again, the Father's saying, uh, the Lord Jesus is telling us to pray there, Father, do not allow me to be enticed to sin, but, but rescue me, deliver or rescue me from the evil or from the evil one. Let's look at 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. This is what it, how it reads. It says, there have no temptation. Now, the word temptation here uh, in the Greek is pyrosmos, pyrosmos, and we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But it says again, there have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with the temptation... Also make a way to escape. Let me read that again. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be that ye may be able to bear it. All right. This temptation and uh, the word the word temptation here again is pyrosmos, and pyrosmos uh, simply means it it talks about. A, uh, our desire. It talks about our desire. Yeah. Uh, Pyrosmos is, let me say it this way, Pyrosmos is an experiment. It talks about uh, an, an attempt, trial, or proving, or proving. All right. So as we're dealing, as we're dealing with this, it says there's no temptation, no parasmas. There's no test. There's no trial that's going to come your way. Now, trial, not as in a court of law, but somehow it's a little bit simple, a little bit uh, similar. Uh, Parasmus is something that comes along to test your strength, to test your might, so to speak. It's like you're in a weight room and the fitness coach said, fitness coach or your fitness instructor says, you know what? We've got to assess your strength. So let's do some tests. Pick up that 50 pound weight. Oh, too heavy. Pick up that 20 pound. Oh, okay, a little bit. Pick up the 10. Okay. Oh, that's good. All right. We found your, we found your strength now. But instead of just leaving you at 10, 10 pounds, a good fitness instructor is going to want to challenge you. And the more you lift, the more you lift, the more you'll be able to lift. You start with 10 pounds and you're working out with that. Your muscles are getting adjusted. Your muscles are growing. You're growing. Then you may go to 15 pounds and and 20 pounds. And after a while, that 50 pound weight feels as light as that 10 pound weight. Now, that's a big stretch, but it's true. People have done that and I've seen them. And you know who has progressed through those transitions because, you know, there are physical changes. Not so much here, but you understand what I'm saying. There are physical changes. And so the father will allow these, he will allow these trials not to draw you into sin. Because remember, the father does not tempt us. He cannot be tempted. Neither does he tempt us uh, with sin is the implication. He won't tempt you in order to, or test or try you in order for you to fall into temptation or in order for you to fall into sin and to fall away from him. No, he loves the relationship that you have with him. He loves the fellowship. He's not allowing this to come so that you will fall into sin and fall away from him. No, but he's allowing this so that your strength can grow. Remember, he's delivering you from the hunter's bait, from the trap, from the bait of the hunter. 
He's making it. He's allowing us to go through these testing times. And there are some times that we just simply try to avoid. We, boy, if it were up to us, we would avoid every case of fear. We would we go around it. We avoid the people. We would try to avoid it. But the Father will make it so that we'll have to go through this. Why? Not so that we fall away from him, but so that we gain strength. We gain strength and overcome it. We will overcome not by running away, but by bearing under it, by, but by bearing the weight. And this is what this is talking about, because as you bear the weight of it, you get stronger. Listen to this again. It says, there have no temptation. Again, uh, this word is uh, pyrosmos, and it means uh, an experiment, attempt, uh, trial, proving, proving. Uh, there is no proving time, we can say, uh, taking you, but such as is common. People go through this. You know, one of the things the devil tries to do is isolate you, and, and you, you think that this is all you. No, there are other people going through the exact same thing, but some people, or some people are better at covering it up and not being seen, but they're going through it. They're going through it. All right, some of us wear, uh, wear it on our, in our facial expressions. <laughs> they can see it. Some of them have a, a better poker face, but they're going through things too. It says, there have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful. Remember that, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you, that is, he will not allow you to be tempted, that is, tempted, tested, or tried, or proven, above that you are able. Now, the father says he knows he's better than that fitness coach because he knows exactly how much weight you can tolerate. He knows how much pain you can tolerate. Now, remember, he's not allowing this to come into your life that you fall away into sin, but he's allowing this to come into your life really to grow you and to mature you. But he is faithful. He has already looked over the test. He has already approved of the test. He knows that you know the information. We say, boy, Lord, this is mighty hard. He knows you know the information. And he's allowing this to come to build your faith. He is allowing this to come to build your character. He's allowing it. The things that I have endured, I've told you about some things that um, some fear filled moments. And I'm sure you have many testimonies, too, of how the father delivered you from those fear filled moments. And every time I've come out of those, I have grown. Every time I've come out of those, I'm, I've grown. I'm a different person than I was um, way back when all of this started in the very beginning, even from childhood, I'm different. I have grown. One, one man said, uh, smooth seas don't make good sailors. It's the rough seas that makes a good sailor. Would you prefer uh, to go out on open water into the sea with someone that hasn't been through the hard weather, the hard times? Or would you prefer a captain that has been through something? that has navigated the storms and has come back to tell you, you would say, I want somebody who has had that experience. Same thing with a doctor, right? Would you prefer someone that has never experienced, you know, that's never uh, been into surgery, you know, or, you know, but to someone that has been in surgery, that has seen it, that has done it. So again, smooth seas don't make a good sailor. Rough seas makes a good sailor. What makes a good prayer warrior? My God, somebody that has been through something. 
somebody that has agonized in prayer, welled in prayer. Maybe you pray for your daughter or your son. You, my God, we pray for our communities. We pray for our nation, this world. And we felt the grieving of the Holy Spirit. And that agony has caused us to pray and to wail and to moan in the spirit as we seek the face of God for this generation. Hallelujah. A strong prayer warrior has been through some pain has been through some emotional struggle, hallelujah, has been through something, and you can tell it in their voice. You can tell it in their voice as they pray. A strong preacher is one who has been through something, and you can hear it in their voice, hallelujah. You can see it. It's, it is the rough things. It is the weight of life that has been pushing on us, pushing on us, pushing on us, that has caused us to grow and push it off. Hallelujah. When weights put on you and you push it off, weights put on you and you push it off, weights put on you and you push it off. And that motion makes you stronger, makes you stronger. We've often prayed, Lord, take this away from me. But don't you understand that it is that thing. If we follow the instructions of the Lord, that makes you stronger, that prepares you for something else that's coming up the road. Listen to this. It says, God is faithful, who will not suffer. He will not allow. He won't allow that, that answer, or rather that question, to be on the test. He won't allow it. If he knows you don't know it, he won't allow that to be on the test. Got it? He will not allow, or he will not suffer, or, or allow you to be tempted above that you are able. But, listen to this, but will with the temptation, with that testing trial or proving, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape. The way of escape talks about an exit. God will make an exit. He will show you the door. Why is he showing you the door? So that we can run out of there? Lord, woo-hoo, this is hard. Lord, show me the door. And now I see the door, so I'm out of here. No. He shows you a way of escape. Why? The verse says that you may be able to bear it. He shows you the way of escape. Now, that way of escape is Christ. He shows you an answer that's in view, right? So that you can, so that you can bear it, all right? Let's take this as we, oh my goodness, our time is about gone. <laughs> Let's take uh, the example of a mother about to have a child. I remember my wife when, when she had my son and my daughter. My God, I remember the travail of birth. She was able to endure that pain, and it was some tremendous pain. She was able to endure the pain knowing that shortly she'd be holding her baby boy. Shortly she'd be holding our daughter. Hallelujah. She knew that. And so because of that joy that was set before her, she was able to endure it. She saw the exit. She saw the end of it. She saw the joy. And this is how Christ was also able to endure the cross. The Bible says he saw the joy that was set before him. And that joy was the father's face, knowing, knowing that he had done the father's will, knowing that the father would be pleased. He was able to endure the weight of the cross. He was able to endure the weight of the moment, looking to the end, looking to the exit, looking to what comes after this. You know, and so you'll be able to endure that moment of crisis. Remember, if you have to go through something tomorrow or next week, or if you are tempted to sin or tempted to fear, once again, 
Instead of running from it, just say, Father, I know that you won't allow this to come to me, this fear to come upon me, unless I was able to overcome it. So I agree with you, Father, that I am able to overcome this thing. I set myself in agreement with you. This is how we're going to do this. I set myself in agreement with you that I am well able to overcome this thing, that I am more than a conqueror through you, Father, who loves me. I thank you, Father, that you have strengthened me through the power of your grace. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that you have made me mighty. You've made me mighty through God. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you've called me to be an overcomer, more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus, and I always triumph. You see, if you're in that moment, if you're under that pressure, then that means that the Father said, you can do this. You can get out of this. Now, don't mistake what I'm about to say. There are some, sometimes we go into areas of pressure and temptation and stress that we have created ourselves. We've gotten ourselves in a pickle. We've gotten ourselves into a bind. But the Father's faithful. He will help get you out of that situation, too. All right. So there are two types of situations, something that you get yourself into. And then there are situations that the father allows to come your way. When he allows something to come your way, there is already a way out. There's a way of escape. There's joy set before you that will help you to endure the weight of it. If there is something that you've gotten yourself into, then we just repent and ask the father to forgive us. And help us to get out of this thing. We cry out, Father, help, deliver this soul, deliver this soul, deliver my soul from the pit. And you know what? He will do it. Well, our time is over today. I pray that you were able to enjoy the rich word of God. I had a lot of fun today with you. And I thank you so much for joining me. Remember, if you're watching by YouTube, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. If this video has spoken to you and you found life in it, hit, a, hit, hit, the, um, hit, the, hit the thumbs up button there. And you can leave a comment, too, if, if you would like. If you haven't subscribed, you can go ahead and do that, too, because we'll be back here on next Thursday doing it again. All right. As we close out today, we're going to have a word of prayer. So if you if you would touch your device, that's our point of contact. And we're going to have a word of prayer and then we're going to close out. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friend that is right now watching from all around the world. Lord, I pray that you would bless them, that you would heal them, that you would deliver them, that you would make them completely whole. Father, I rebuke the spirit of fear off of their lives because you said in your word that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. I take authority over the dominance of fear. I rebuke you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I command you to go from God's heritage, go from God's people. And Lord, I pray right now that the resurrection power of Christ, the resurrection power of Christ would come alive in them. And Lord, that they would see how beautiful you are. Father, I pray that you'd saturate your beloved with your love. Saturate them with your love. Because perfect love casts out all fear. Father, I bless you for your beloved. I pray always keep them safe and protected. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. I had fun. I hope that you did too. Remember to subscribe and all that good stuff and go to my website at kingdomrock.org. It is there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. All right, we love you. And until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. And so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you the next time.
Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.